0: good day everyone. It's your girl Darlene Shantae, and I'm coming to you with a new episode. It is February 22nd, 2020. Oh it's amazing that I can sit here and say that. It's 2020, a whole new decade y'all. It's, it's a blessing to see another decade. So as I promised in my in, in my intro that I'm going to be coming to you with some very serious stuff and today I want to talk to you about how it never happened became and it starts with me because it happened to me and that's what I would like to talk about today um it all started you know with a little girl raised with a single mother um who you know had me at a young age and, and things just took off um when back in the 30 years ago, a lot of times, you know, 30, 45 years ago, we were raised a certain way and a lot of stuff was said like, you know, what what happens in my house stays in my house. That was the mentality that we lived off back then. So a lot of things was happening to our generation and as we was coming up that we just really never talked about. A lot of times we never even seeked help for it. Our parents probably didn't think about that and they stayed in marriages that they didn't want to really be in they was being abused by men that they probably really didn't want to be with and things was just going that way and that was our era so if you can't tell by now I'm 45 I'm that generation I'm not the millennials and a lot of stuff has happened and I'm blessed to be here today and the only thing I can start this podcast off with is saying but God so that's what I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna say to you right now but God in my life don't have to be, this isn't spiritual, but it's spiritual for me because I, you will hear about it during this conversation. So I could definitely say it started off with um, me being young and I was molested as a child by a family friend and my short film came about that way and my short film is called It Never Happened. But as you know, a lot of it does happen to us every day. It doesn't matter how old you are, who you are, what color you are, what race you are, what culture you are. None of that matters because these things happen in our life and I call them traumas. So a lot of my conversations are going to be about traumas because that's what happened to me. And I'm hoping that through my life experiences and the fact that I have the ability to release it, stand before you on this voice podcast and say that I am still here after everything that I've been through is a blessing. That's a journey for me. Not to say it's a journey for you, because you're probably like, oh, you know, some of y'all may be spiritual, some of you might not, and that's fine. But for me, but God. And I say thank you. Um, I was molested as a child, and if Anybody knows being must as a child or something that's happened and takes someone comes in and takes your innocence that's serious. You know, as children we experience so many things and we don't even realize it. But it is mental health detriment. We we are hurt and that we carry through our lives and we take it into our next family, the next generation. Our children, our children's children, and it goes on and on. So I started this podcast to try to hope and have faith that through my journey, my experiences, and the fact that I'm still able to be here to to talk to you and release will help someone else release. So you know, as children. We go through things such as natural disasters, sexual abuse, physical abuse, domestic abuse, medical injuries, illnesses, problems like that, community violence, neglect, deprivation, traumatic griefs, loss of relatives and things of that nature that we don't think as adults would bother us, but they do. And we carry them with us. And that's some of the things I would like to talk about. So my situation is, obviously I carried it because I remember it to this day. That little girl that that happened to is now this 45-year-old woman who remembers it like it happened yesterday. And I'm not saying that to, to spill any beans, but the thing is, this is my life. And this is stuff that I've had to deal with. And I'm pretty sure that there's others out there like you like myself that this has happened to and the thing is we never we get to vent it we never get to talk about it we never get to release it to anyone we we just hold it so um hopefully um this will help someone and know that it's okay not to be okay things happen in our life and we are survivors of that if you are still you know able to listen to this podcast or you're able to share it with somebody that you know that just been through something similar, share it because they need to know that they're not the only ones out there. They're not alone. You are a survivor. And it's okay not to be okay. And when I say that, what I mean is we went through it, but we made it. So you got to understand the journey and understand that now it's time to release it and go forward with your new journey understanding that okay it happened to me it did and and but it's not my fault and now I need to learn how to fix me heal me nurture me love me that's the biggest thing y'all you gotta love you because it does tear us down it breaks us down piece by piece even realize it it hurts and then before we know it we're mistreating other people or we find ourselves doing things that we shouldn't be doing and I know I'm not the only one that this has happened to so if you found yourself there know that you have to love and forgive yourself for whatever happened because it wasn't all your fault you're young like that. You don't know. You don't understand. It's it's not your responsibility. To It was their fault. They did it to you. So that's just one. But as a teenager, I'm one. The other thing is, you know, it would take you to know, and you probably wouldn't even believe half my stories if you didn't know me. And you guys don't know me, but the people that know me, <laughs> I know that it's time for me to have a voice and this is my voice this is my platform to share and help other people so it started with the molestation and then from there i went on with life acting like it never happened you know never got any help never got any treatment but life went on um then i went through the phase of oh wanting to experiment then here comes to experiment with you know sex and I never would have related it related that situation to maybe what happened to me but as time goes on and you get older and you start hearing things you find out that a lot of this stuff relates back to stuff that happened in our childhood so then you know I was finding myself um, wanting to what people would probably say is promiscuous or you know she, she's a fast ass or she, you know you start getting these names and these titles but people don't know the whole story you don't even know the whole story but I wasn't out here like having sex or anything I just was wondering like you know how you get and you underneath the cover I don't know if anybody's ever you're under the cover and you're like hey what is that what, what is that you're questioning things I, I remember it, a lot of the stuff like it was yesterday and it's scary but then it went on to my teenage years um I really wasn't a fast, fast behind. I, um, I didn't have sex. I don't know what your average age do you consider is to have it, but it was until, like, I was 17, um, and, um, experiment with things like, like, like marijuana, um, smoking, you know, normal teenage stuff, um, date, I've been date raped, Um, thinking that somebody loves you because you're out there looking for love it's also a form of trauma from what's happened in your past trauma is real y'all and it it actually rears its evil head in different ways in your life going forward from one tragedy to the next tragedy to the next tragedy it all stimulates from you know experimenting with drugs to questioning sex questioning love and relationships all that relates back to anything that might have happened in your childhood death you know unexpected death questions about how it happened why it happened you know community violence you know some people are raised in in this in this kind of environment where they're seeing stuff and they're wondering why that happened why such and such hurt such and such why did such and such touch such and such why is my parents getting divorced why are my parents not together so that became one of my other issues during my teenage years of relationships and trying to figure them out and understand what they are what is love and does this boy love me you know i I think i love him this is my boyfriend um you know things like that um why are my parents not together Oh, now my mom found a new man. Now we got to move. Oh my God, I don't want to move. I'm going to miss all my friends. I'm going to miss my boyfriend. I'm going to miss my Nana. My Nana's old. She might die before I come back. Because my mom is marrying a military man. Oh my gosh, this is all going through my head. That's a lot for a teenager, y'all. Come on, let's keep it real. That's a lot to be thinking about. It's rushing through your mind. What is going on? Why is this happening to me? Why do I have to leave where I've lived all my life? What's going to happen to me when I go there? I'm not going to have any friends. I'm not going to know nobody. You know? I travel all this place and that place. And I don't even really know this man. But thanks be to God that man became the best, one of the best things in my life. Things happen for a reason. But these were the things going through my head at that time. So Nick, what do you know? Age 16, I tried to commit suicide. Took an overdose of 32 pills. Thinking, well, I don't have to go. Nobody's going to miss me. I'll be okay. Everybody will just go on. And life does go on. But at that time, that's not the time to be thinking about it but that's what i did. That's what i did. And i got to tell you, it was the dumbest thing i've ever did. So if i can help anyway through my story, trying to commit suicide is the worst thing that you could ever try to do. I remember laying up in that hospital like it was yesterday. All them doctors holding me down and trying to put this tube, this huge tube down my nose to my throat, into my stomach and put in this charcoal this stuff that I was choking on I mean it took about five doctors and nurses total together to pin me to this table trying to get this tube shoved down to save my life for something dumb that I did, not even realizing that all this stuff was adding up but I can tell you this one thing that saved my life many times going forward um and I use it as a quote for life whenever I do get down um, because I'm not going to say any of this is ever easy and you never really forget any of any of your traumas you never it doesn't go away it's just called triggers there's things that will stimulate an incident and remind you of something that's happening happened in your life and so when I get those, the one thing that I remember from when I was 16, I tried to commit suicide. This doctor came to talk to me, be stable, and, um, because then I was going to be getting shipped off to Alaska um, where my, uh, with my father, my, um, who was in the military. So he was there, and we were supposed to be going to meet him. So they had to get me prepped, because then by then I was just like, I'm ready to go once they got me stable, my father, my biological father was there, my mother was there, a couple friends, people who actually love me, just when you realize, you know, people do love you, you know, and it shouldn't take you trying to commit suicide to realize that, and that life does go on, and it's going to keep moving whether you're here or not, so choose to be here, because what the doctor told me is that life going forward is going to bring you Tons of ups and downs, trials and tribulations, and it's going to try to challenge your boundaries in life. But I want you to go forward when you leave here and think about life like lemonade. You, You have sour days, and lemonade is sour. But what happens when you add sugar to lemonade? It turns it sweet, and it's something you want to drink, and it's something good and tasteful. And I want you to think about life like that. Life is like lemonade. You're going to be dealt some bad times, but you got to sit down, stop what you're doing and think about how can I make this better? How can I make this situation better? What can I do to make it better? Add that sugar, find your sugar and make it better. And that's something that has stuck with me since I was 16 time I get down or I think start thinking stupid stuff through my life that quote that message that that unknown man to this day that I don't remember I just knew he was a doctor told me I think that man probably saved my life (laughs) tons of times or he saved me from doing stupid stuff tons of times with that and I carry that with me to this day so that's just Two things there plus the date rapes makes three. Um I carried a lot of self-esteem issues and I didn't realize it until I got a little older. You know, I, I knew I wasn't ugly, but at the same time I questioned myself a lot, a lot of self-pity and doubt about myself, unclear methods about love and relationships what they really are, questions about sex, and what it really was, and should I be doing it, should I try it, well, if somebody loves you, that's what you should do, you know, those kind of things, because that man who molested me, that family friend, I remember him telling me he loved me, but he was supposed to, you know, I never thought that he would hurt me like that, but he did, he hurt me think that has caused some you know other effects throughout the year because I mean throughout throughout the years because that's what happened trauma happens and then it kind of trickles and causes other effects um within your life um throughout the years if it's not dealt with um so there was a lot going on and a lot of bad relationships with young men that I thought loved me or that cared about me and there was a point where I had a high self-esteem at least I thought I did and I was hurting people but I knew that was wrong because I grew up in the church I come from a praying grandmother I came from a praying mother I come from a praying auntie godmother I was raised by three strong women three strong women there wasn't too many men in the picture other than ones they were dating you know and I remember them in and out really kind of sort of you know like they were there maybe they weren't there they were like dreams to me because the most important things I remember is those three strong women so then I started questioning myself why am I so weak what is wrong with me that becomes the question but really nothing is wrong with you because you're just as strong I was just as strong as them I had just been through something, but I was young and didn't I didn't know how to deal with it. Because I never had that help. I never had nobody to process it with. Because back then they didn't believe in all that, you know? That's not a conversation you're not supposed you not you're supposed to have. That's why I call this taboo talk. Because these are the conversations that people tend not to want to talk about. They don't want to talk about things like rape, date rape child um, molestation but being molested by a family member or you know being getting pregnant at a young age and then everybody know about it you know no that's embarrassing you're not about to embarrass my family that's that's the thoughts that were going on back then and as much as they thought they was healing it was actually hurting and I don't want anybody else to hurt I want to be able to have these conversations because I know there's many more of you out there and the way the millennials are thinking right now, I know it's way out the box. You know, some of them might be getting help and a lot of them don't think they need it. But the things that you are doing is because of stuff that has happened to you and now you're wanting to take that pain out on someone else and it's not right. We can't be out there hurting other people because we're hurting. We need to release and heal ourselves to be able to find the right kind of relationships, the right kind of love, the the right kind of love for ourselves. And and that's important. Um I had a stroke at the age of 40 and almost died. My, I had a blood clot shoot to my brain from a dissection in my neck. And I thought I was had I had the flu. But that's not what it was. I had a stroke. So God, once again, saved my life. It had me here for a reason. Um, there was another incident where I um, had a car accident. I was pregnant with my oldest daughter, who is now 23. And I was in the car with my sister and my adopted auntie, one of my mother's best friends. We spun across the highway, and I promise you, I remember that like it was yesterday. I saw a white light coming towards the vehicle, and my aunt said, you know, we, it was the big storm that we had here in Atlanta, that big ice storm many years ago, I think it was like 90, it was 96, 97, because my daughter was born in, it was 96, because uh, my daughter was born in 1996, not too many months after the fact of having a, that accident about five months pregnant so we spun across the highway and we hit that median wall and it was lights out bam that's what it was and it was sc- the scariest thing it was one of the scariest things I could definitely remember in my life amongst the host of others um the glass shattered I remember the glass shattering I remember hearing my sister or somebody scream and then I don't remember anything until I hear my aunt say is everybody okay is everybody okay? That's what I remember. Um, I kind of woke up. I felt a little blood on my head. There was glass all over me. And then they went to checking me because the fact that I'm five months pregnant, we was more concerned about the baby um, than anything. They sent out ambulance trucks was showing up, and we was getting hauled off to the hospital. So that was another safe. God save me with grace and mercy once again um so you know with this being said a lot of things is like I'm surprised I'm still sane that's the question that I always have is like gosh sometimes I sit back and I'll be like how am I still so sane you know a lot has happened in my life and I'm still here and I'm not crazy sometimes I feel like I should be running up and down the street butt naked yelling, screaming, pulling my hair something because it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot to think about, it's a lot to process it's a lot on the brain I mean but I'm here and I thank God for that of the teenage pregnancy phase I'm pretty sure not the only one out there and you're scared because you're scared to talk to your family members or you're scared to talk to your mom or tell them when this happens because you think you're so in love and everything and, and I've been through that you know the, I mean, you start questioning what is love is this right I mean should I be doing this but I was raised to be a family to have a family I don't know how many of y'all out there have had that happen but that was me, that was my thought that's been my thought process for years to have a family to have a good family man, woman, child and be a good mom take care of your husband I mean that's what I thought life was serve people become Find the goodness in people. And that's one thing I have not lost, is to find the good in people. People won't always be good by you, but find the good in people. So that has not left me through everything that I've been through. And, And I'm still here. This joke didn't take me out didn't take me out, that car accident didn't take me out, that overdose of pills did did not take me out, I have a purpose and I'm here to share my purpose with each and every one of you so that hopefully knowing that you can survive this thing, you can fight these things called traumas, these situations that happen to us. They happen to us, but they cannot, they did not take us out. We are survivors of these things, and we have to keep fighting. So through this brief story of mine, I just want to encourage each and every one of you listening that you are here for a purpose. You have a purpose in life, and the people that are leaving you have forsaken you have not loved you the way you think you should be loved they might not be the ones meant to be in your life and they're being removed for a reason but you keep fighting you keep fighting a good fight every day do not let depression take you do not let anxiety take you do not let the pain and hurt of depression and, and and this bad relationships take you because you have a purpose in life and you are loved and you're not alone there's people out there that these same things are happening to and I stand with you as one and say that I am a survivor and I hope that you will keep fighting every day to be a better you and to stand in this world tell those people that are your haters trying to bring you down that you are just motivating me and I will not give up do not give up on yourself because you do have a purpose so that's a little bit about me Um, I don't want to drag this out too long I just wanted to give you a little synopsis and tell you why I started this why I'm doing this because I want to help encourage someone else and I've been through many things but I still stand before you on this cast today to say that I am a survivor and you are a survivor and can be a survivor and to help somebody else be a survivor share the podcast share the message, Keep listening, and we will continue to talk about these traumas because there's plenty of them, and I'm pretty sure that someone needs to hear this, and that they're not alone, and that we're gonna fight this good fight together. We're gonna talk about something different every day, uh, every Sunday. This will not be no ordinary podcast. This will not be no ordinary conversations. We will talk about the things that people do not like to talk about they don't want to talk about it because what happens in my house stays in my house but no not no more because we need to release these things in order for us to be whole we need to release these things in order for us to have a good understanding of ourselves love ourselves and move forward do not be scared to talk to someone do not be scared to release these things Don't go out trying to hurt somebody else, but make sure that you you make somebody else understand that I will not be a victim. I will be a survivor, and you will not hurt me anymore. Don't keep it bottled up. It's not worth it. You're only causing hurt to yourself, mind, body, and spirit. So, as I said, I'm not going to hold you too much longer. Um, I'm Darlene Shantae. This is a little of my story. I'm hoping that my release can become your release. Until next Sunday. It never happened. share the message and peace and blessings.